by no NFL referee John Hussey. Uh, I'm going to take note of this time so I can just cut out that awkward pause. He had the unmitigated goal. This is past the rest. You guys want to go see Rocky 19? Yeah, dude, I think you can win. Oh, fuck all you people. You know what, you fucking losers? I hope you all fucking die, and I hope the fucking Eagles never win the Super Bowl. Go fuck yourself. Let's move on to the secondary. This is where, again, this seems a little one-sided in my opinion. Starting corner, James Bradbury. Fucking one bridge happened. Piece of shit city. The Flyers, do they even fucking exist anymore? A bunch of goddamn pansies. Haven't won shit since fucking Gerald Ford was in office. Uh, yeah, this one doesn't seem close at all. This is this seems like a runaway uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. This seems like a runaway. One minute left in the period. Are we all in unanimous in favor of the Eagles having the better uh, corners? Fuck all of you and fuck the Liberty Bell. Shut up, Ben Franklin's ass. What do you think about that? Fucking Rocky is your hero. The whole pride of your city is built around a fucking guy who doesn't even exist. The fucking Joe Frazier is from there, but he's black, so you can't fucking deal with him. So you make a fucking statue for some three-foot fucking Italian, you stupid Philly cheese eating fucking jackasses. I hope that cheese melts your fucking faces off. All of you collectively suck. I gotta go fly, Eagles fly, baby. Coming live from three, counting three locations, this is Pass the Rock. I'm Patrick, and as always, I'm joined by two great men, Jacob, a.k.a. Bethke. Yo. And Caesar, a.k.a. LCs. Cry, Eagles, cry. And uh, just like that, it feels like the uh, sports world uh, has come to a bit of a halt, or as much as it can. Uh, Super Bowl's over, and we'll get to that the NBA is heading into the All-Star Weekend. Uh, NHL is turning along towards playoffs, and pitchers and catchers have officially reported uh, to spring training, which is good news for me because baseball season is the best season. Um, it's your time to shine. I'll bring, yeah, I'll bring a little bit more specific Rangers stuff uh, next week once we're kind of through with the big bulk of the NFL season. Um but I think it's probably best we just rip off the Band-Aid and talk about Super Bowl 57. Yeah. That made yeah. me feel old, too. <laughs> right? Yeah, once they start using the L in the Roman numerals. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But now it's like almost, oh, my God. Uh, it's almost over, too. Here's the Super Bowl 60. Fuck. That's. Yeah, that, dude. <laughs> No, that just stop making me feel old. That's in the well, actually, guys, and this is a little off topic, uh, but apparently, you know, uh, the Super Bowl name, yeah, the name of the Super Bowl is not owned by the NFL, it's owned by another company, another entity. They haven't renewed the Big contract game. yet, yeah, they haven't renewed the contract for the Super Bowl, uh, name to be used. So, yeah, it could be, it could be Brady, the Brady Bowl. Okay, that's nasty if we call it the Brady Bowl, but like it's not necessarily the most unbelievable thing either. Uh, 
That I mean, that is disgusting that you would bring that up, but also not like give it, give it to me. I want the Brady Bowl. Oh man, would Lombardi's kids like just start making like rainy hell? Just all the Green Bay riots, all three hundred people in Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, who, who, yeah, they're they're nine thousand fake owners. You're saying, yeah. It's not, bro. That's it's still, it'd be gross. It's like presenting to you now the Tom Brady trophy. Oh, dude. And we already have had the Beefo hey, Brady you, Bowl. Remember? You can still, college? you can still call it the Lombardi trophy. The game's the just Lombardi? called the Brady Bowl. That's the, the Brady Bowl. It's just Brady's face. <laughs> <laughs> Smiling. No longer past the media rights. Just Fox has the rights now because yeah. of Brady. I, I, yeah. Listen, if I get to see Greg Olson do a Super Bowl, yeah, I'm I'm totally fine with it. But if it's Brady, no, you don't because he's getting moved for Brady. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a downgrade! I was going to bring that up. So I like the broadcast. I, I don't know if that was. Broadcast? I don't know if that was confirmed. Oh well, he's still out a year, right? And then maybe he can no. do something. Brady's, Brady's already signed to a contract with Fox. But yeah, but, yeah, but they never specify what he's doing, off, right? Okay. I think he said he's uh, taking a year off. Yeah, he's taking the first year. So he's taking this year off. Probably trying to get a Giselle back. No, I don't think and so. Maybe wait, if there's a playoff team that needs a quarterback, you know, I don't know. That's the one, yeah. Because <laughs> you know it's true. You know that there's a part of him that's like, oh, what if uh, something happens? Well, Shanahan yeah. likes to run his quarterbacks into the ground. Why don't he do that for the first 10 weeks, and then I'll get bring my old rusty ass off. Oh my god! If that's what happens, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be sick to my stomach. Fuck San Francisco. <laughs> anyway, I guess we should talk about the Super Bowl, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, you could, potentially one one team lost. Yeah, so the uh, Kansas City won thirty-eight thirty-five. <laughs> right? That was. I mean, you guys nailed it. You both predicted it. Oh, we kind of I mean, did because we did feel like there was just going to be like just enough fuck shit for the Chiefs that they would pull it out, and that yeah, was just a fuck shit for the Chiefs. Just an, yeah, just the enough. The fumble. Well, the 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 Jalen Hurts fumble was the weirdest the weirdest thing because it just slips out of his he, hand. He threw. He just threw the ball to the ground, which you know that's what. I mean, know. I mean, it just fell. It if you look it's, back on it, it's literally. And look, I don't want to sit here and beat you while you're down. So I'm like, you know, but it, oh, it is the it. difference between it is the difference between the Chiefs winning that game potentially and listen, him having not... the greatest the greatest Super Bowl performance that anyone's ever had. For listen, real. listen, listen. That's because not... I think it, I think it's got to get lost that how well he did because of that. I, oh, I won't I won't let people forget how good he was. But at <laughs> the same time, awesome. he played very well. Oh, he was the best player on the field that night, and I—you can't convince me otherwise. I saw Patrick Mahomes; he did his thing, but like Jalen Hurts carried that offense to glory. Pacheco, it, it's, it's a, it's a shame. Man. Oh, Isaiah Pacheco. Well, like, honestly, yeah. some of the, the stuff. Dude, was, guy. Yeah, that Pacheco. dude. That I don't think I've ever seen in an NFL game someone look like like a basketball six man, someone who legitimately looks like they're just bringing a whole new energy on the field. That was crazy to watch. I told you that was a sneaky yeah. MVP too. It was a sneaky he MVP. He was all over the place. I, he, he, I art, he wasn't MVP, but he was close. No, he should have been the MVP. If he wasn't running the ball as hard as he was, 
I mean, bro, the Eagles can just tee off a little bit more. I mean, I you know what? That's I'm about to give Gannon credit. Well, I'm gonna stop myself. I'm thinking I'm about Jalen Hurts because that was what I thought was interesting. Is one of my biggest things about Hurts when I like honestly the reason that and I'll say it and I'll even put payment on blast when you guys drafted him. Payment and I both laughed and sent each other text messages about how much we love how fucking stupid the rest of our division is. And now that's bitten us in the ass quite a bit, and I've humbly admitted that. But that was my biggest reason, was Jalen Hurts, no matter what in college, this man would create turnovers out of thin air, bro. Like, in the most impressive, like, I'm not talking Brett Favre, YOLO ball. I'm talking this man would just, like, the, it would be normal, and then just poof, somehow oh, create yeah. a turnover. It was yeah. just—it was mind-boggling. I was like, "Who? How is this? How is this kid even this this good?" And then he just does these things, and it hadn't really happened a lot. And then, boom! There it is on the biggest stage. Now, I'll say this though: you you got to give him credit for at least. Okay, yeah, he he fumbled it, and that was a big turning point to some extent, right in the first half. I don't know. He immediately—he right. He immediately turned it back around. Turn it back it around crazy. and score the ball, right? And he took that thing down the middle, down to the field. And... Right. That was a perfect game with one big, one big magical, how the fuck did you do that fumble? And you could almost, yeah. and, you and, could and potentially argue that that helped the Eagles in the second half by tiring out the Chiefs defense, but it didn't quite play out exactly that way. Not at all. But here's, here's what was the real catalyst for that happening, right? And this is what's going to get lost in the fumble is that the th- it was third and one, and Isaac Sayamalu gets called for a false start when they're lining up in that little scrum formation that they yeah. do when they do the QB sneeze. If that doesn't happen, if that doesn't happen, if he, doesn't, if he could just stay still for another two seconds, the Eagles convert that third and one, and we don't have to worry about that fumble, right? That's one of the biggest issues that I had looking back at that game. I'm like, oh, wow, talk about a domino effect in... In, in that regard, because then the Eagles could go up. Because I, I, I fully believe the Eagles would, would have gone up and scored anyway. Because they did, the very next drive, right? They go up 21-7. Right. That changes the entire outlook of the second half. Do the Chiefs still make a like, comeback? Probably, but it at least they're coming back from behind. And they from don't further, necessarily yeah. have to uh, from further behind, right? That's, I, that's I, one of the biggest issues in that in that game. Uh, but yeah, if if Hertz doesn't have that weird, weird fumble, I mean, we don't that's we don't have this issue either. So two things can be true that that both or, you know, both things led to a, just a, a shit show of a, of a play. It definitely didn't help. Um, yeah. yeah. I was, oh, shoot, shoot. What are those about to say? Oh, I just couldn't remember. Um, I couldn't remember if we talked about like the. What the Eagles' stats were, uh, as far as yeah. like their third, their third down numbers going in, or it's like almost so imperative that you get them below third and six, or get yeah. them above third and six. Yeah, they were uh, going to the playoffs. They were top five. I, I want to say top five in the league in converting third downs. And dude, they were convert. I mean, in this game, they weren't necessarily going for. I mean, they did convert. I believe it was eleven of eighteen third downs, which is a yep. crazy number. And then the other times they were converting, converting fourth down. Okay, on the fourth the downs, rare, yeah. The one time that they don't go for it on fourth down, I think is what really put the nail in the coffin of the Eagles' hopes and dreams for winning the Super Bowl. Like, do you, you guys remember it was um, fourth and three or fourth and two? Their side of the field hit the punter, who absolutely is garbage. Yeah, I thought that Aaron was really Sipos weird. Aaron Sipos sucks. Just, he is a dumpster fire with a leg. 
it just shanks a punt and Kadarius Tony. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Kadarius Tony. If you remember last week when you said the punter didn't matter. Did I say yeah. that? Oh, oh man. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, well it, it mattered. It, Oh, that came back. To, yeah, I, was came like, back to I was like, the punter, I was like, the punter's questionable. You're like, he doesn't matter. <laughs> well, yeah, because like in general, Aaron Sipos as a player does not matter. He doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I don't care about him because he's been hurt. And we had like another guy who also bad, but I don't think he could have been worse than Aaron Sipos. And it turns out Aaron Sipos is like, hey, I matter. Dipshit. Let me watch me shank this. Well, the numbers I want to hear about in the because we're we're talking about a lot of things that definitely contributed, but we know we know what caused this. I want to know what's the pass rush rate. The pass rush rate, uh, in terms of was that it was it was yeah. So their season, I think, if I remember correctly, their season average was somewhere in like the mid thirty percent range, which was uh, I think tops in the league. And in this game, it was below. It was like. 25% 25% or worse. And a lot of that had to do with the with the shitty field conditions. I, I know you guys saw somebody yeah, was slipping on every Yeah, everybody was slipping on that play. And here's the here's the problem. It wasn't it wasn't the the interior pass rush that was most effective. It was it was Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick. Because the way they like to pass rush is they like to go deep into the backfield, past the shoulder of the of the uh, quarterback and then try to circle back up. It's how they typically like to win. And you got to be able to turn the corner for that. And those boys were slipping every time they tried to do that. And yeah, there was no, no pass rush, no pass rush. And I get it. Both teams had to deal with the, with the field conditions, but one pass rush was legitimately a historic pass rush. And the other one was just a very good one. That was really just, brought about by two players or mainly one player in Chris Jones. And then everybody else has kind of contributed via the blitz and via just whatever Good Chris team. Jones can get. Yeah, there's, you know, you got to give the coach some, some credit there for doing yeah. what they can with who they got. Yeah. Uh, Spags, Spags shows up in the playoffs as we saw. I mean, even though, you know, he, he did give Ish. up 35, <laughs> he, he did give up 35 points. Like there was no real defense being played in this game. Yeah, that was that was kind of the running joke is why the Chiefs didn't get called for any holes was because they were just letting the Eagles receivers just do whatever Bro, they wanted. <laughs> speaking of that, can we Yeah, you just walked into this one and, and this one really takes that holding call. I looked at it and I'm like, okay, objectively, I could see why you would call this. However, you haven't called a single penalty on a defensive back on either side all game long. There was over sixty-eight pass attempts, if I'm if I'm looking at this right. Because, what was it? Uh, no, 65. 65 pass attempts. Uh, Hertz had 38, I want to say, and then Mahomes had 27. And you're telling me, all game long, there was only one instance of a defensive back doing something that's penalty, like that's worthy of drawing a flag? Are you serious? Are you serious? Jesus Christ. My question was, is uncatchable ball not a concern when no, it comes to holding? Not for, not for holding, no. Not for holding. I guess only for, like, pass like interference. Yeah. a tweak to the rule that could, like... Well, because holding is about before the ball is released. And, the, yeah. like, 
that okay but we know that the 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 reason uncatchable ball exists in the other rules is basically for why that would have been the perfect reason like that wasn't a hold that like even if he held him held him that ball was like 10 yards well, I mean, past the, ar- yeah, the argument there is that if you don't the argument there is that if you don't hold him then he's going to have the separation the quarterback can put the ball in a spot where you can get it but because he's not getting the separation because you held him. The quarterback's forced to put the ball at a spot that no one can get to it. If Listen, it couldn't be, if the I, I, has I, any rules going for him, then that's where we should expect him to be able to put the ball <laughs> where they'll be. I mean, seriously, Look, though, I'm just he should be able to one that puts the ball in a better position because that that's where his job needs to be harder. Um, yeah, and because, you look at that. No, no. Oh, continue, Beth. No, that's it. I mean, he just yeah. Like yeah. I, I just we we do enough for quarterbacks. That rule needs to help defenders a little bit. That hold is just such a it was just such a ticky tack hold. Like it was a hold. I'm not saying it wasn't a penalty, whatever. But it was just yeah, such a like, ticky tack call on a ball that wasn't catchable. And here's the thing. But that's not like, that's not what the call Bradbury, was. That the flag's thrown before the ball's in the air. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't. I mean, it, it took seconds for that for that flag to be thrown. No, if you watch the ref, who, if you watch the ref, he's he's going for it immediately on the, when the jersey's pulled. He oh, I, don't, goes I didn't see it. that. Then the answer's on the broadcast for not telling me. Quickly, oh, you can't watch. Quickly, yeah, the broad. You can't watch what the broadcast showed because they showed one minute of the same exact clip and then like a two second highlight between two plays they show oh there's the actual pool with the other hand and greg olson's just like well i still don't want it called yeah and you and they shouldn't because it's like be consistent they weren't consistent with it because james bradbury does this and i mean he, he i'm pretty sure he admitted to have been doing it on multiple occasions and like you're telling me that's the one time he got caught doing it let the players play please you rob you robbed us of a potentially like dramatic finish to the super bowl instead it's just anti it wasn't fun as far as that. But, I mean, at the same time, the argument of they haven't called it all game, well, at what point in the game do you decide, well, now I can't call this penalty because I haven't called it yet? Because that's a and logic then, that doesn't Right track. then and there. Right then and there. Listen. Well, yeah, well, I mean, you're, you've got a little bit of a subjective bias on this one. Even if I am a little biased, I... You just shouldn't like. Okay, I'm not saying you shouldn't call it, but you should also be calling it earlier. There's, there's just no way. Everybody was slipping on this field. People were holding all game long, or to some extent, so they could like. So they're not pretty big one that was missed from Philadelphia. Like there was a big one missed on Philadelphia earlier, so you would be able to say yeah on the same receiver. And I mean, it's the same thing you see it in every in every sport where. Coaches, players are like, hey, watch this. He's doing this. And then they're like, oh, yeah, he yeah. did do that. Now I'm going to call this because I see it. It's There's yeah. never going to be a perfect system. And it's unfortunate that it was at that point in the game. But I don't think it's wrong to call that penalty. Well, here's a, here's a slightly hot take. Not hot take, but a, a little bit of a solution for this going forward. You guys can tell me if you agree but, or disagree. And I, I heard this take and I was like, you know what? I agree with this. And it might be recency bias that makes me want to agree with it. But it's it's this. It's a defense whenever you get like a defensive penalty, right? A lot of times it's going to end up in a first down, right? De- depending on the, the down distance. But usually mm-hmm. if it's like third well, down holding, defensive yeah, holding is automatic first down. It, yeah, it's a five yard penalty and an automatic first down. Now 
there's not a lot of instances where the offense generates a penalty and they lose it down, right? It's uh, intentional grounding is the <clears> only time. Every other time, it's just a loss of yardage, which is kind of an which is a bit of a, an advantage for the offense. I'm just saying this for the defensive holding. If it's a if the penalty itself, in terms of the yards that you grant to the other team, doesn't lead to an automatic first down, then it shouldn't be an automatic first down. So I'm all, in, I'm this, all for in, in this case, it would be the rules for the defense, but that's just not the direction the NFL is going. Oh, not at all, because fuck that. But whatever. Uh, that's not the reason the Eagles lost, but it is a big reason why for me, just it's as a, a general factor. fan. Yeah, it's a factor, but there's a lot of factors. If I mm-hmm. if I had to give you guys just a couple of factors, just off the top of my head, it's the <clears> Isaac the Isaac Sayamalu false start that led to the Jalen Hurts fumble. It's Sirianni punting on fourth and three from his 32, trusting that his yeah. defense could get a stop when you're trailing 28 to 7, 27. Like, really? And then, you know, that the, the special teams just absolutely lets everyone down uh, with the longest punt return allowed in history. And then there's isn't going to be talked about. It's going to be talked about locally or in Philly. It's going to be talked about in the fan base. And it's that drop from Quez Watkins in the third quarter. So I don't know if you remember it, but Jalen Hurts backs up. He has yeah, a blitzer in his quarter. face. Yeah, in the third quarter. It was like in the it's like the six minute fifth, six minutes and twenty seconds in the game. Hurts drops back in shotgun, has a blitzer coming right at him, throws a beautiful deep ball. It hits Quez Watkins right in the hands, and he just drops it. If he makes that catch, the Eagles are around the five yard line, they're inside oh, the red zone. Oh yeah, I remember that. The Eagles, instead of getting like a touch, a potential touchdown, because right there, like there's no way that the, the Chiefs stop the Eagles from five yards out. There's just no way. I don't think that was going to happen. Yeah, there's not a lot of evidence that the Chiefs were going to stop the Eagles that close, right? They did have a they did have a stop inside the thirty, inside the thirty yard line where the Eagles had to settle for a field goal, and it was right then and there. It's in that same drive. But Quez Watkins, he was catches that? that. What? No, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, it's like he catches that. He's around, and and if he manages to stay up, that's a touchdown. If he doesn't manage to stay up, he's inside the five. Eagles are going to pound it in, and instead of going up twenty-seven twenty-one, they're going to go up thirty-one twenty-one, further creating a, a bigger deficit for the Chiefs to try to dig out of, and they have they just have a lot more room for for error, which as we saw. There was going to be plenty of, er- plenty of errors on the Eagles' side of things from the defense and the special teams. Um, I can't remember. Um, after the Chiefs did that weird decision, I thought it was crazy that they tried to kick that field goal. Uh, was that first quarter, second quarter? Oh, in the second uh, quarter with Harrison just going oh, for he, it. He yeah, he missed it. it. And then did the Eagles get a touchdown immediately after, or did they go get a field goal? I want to say oh, I got to go score a touchdown. Then that, then the fumble. No, no was... yes, yes. The that I, I believe the the Chiefs would have gone up, not gone up. It would have been fourteen ten, and then feel and then Hurts fumbles the ball. Things are tied up fourteen fourteen. Then the Eagles do what they have to do. Do what they do. If I remember correctly, I could also look it up on the on the play. On the play-by-play. Yeah, I was, about to, you just I was want, trying to pull that up. 
Yeah, if you just want to mark this on time for what to delete. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Oh, you got it? Mm, I meant that I got the time that we started doing this. I'm still <laughs> trying to pull it up. I'm still trying to pull oh, it okay. up. Okay. I don't know why okay. I got these websites. Why would it not just right, give I'm... me ESPN? Why is it giving me the Wikipedia Super Bowl page? Here, uh, I've got that. NFL Story. Super Bowl 57. Wikipedia. Let's see. The hell? Why can't I look at just the... Ah, okay. Yeah, it was in the first quarter. Every, uh, the game was tied 7-7. Seven to seven. Mm, Yeah, Eagles, Yeah. So they Eagles wouldn't, they wouldn't get a touchdown. touchdown after that, yeah. Yeah, Eagles got the touchdown, go up 14-7. Chiefs and punt the next, the Chiefs next drive. Punt. Yeah, okay. And then the fumble. And the, then the fumble happens. Philadelphia yeah, scores. That, the Chiefs punt again. It really, felt, it really felt after the Chiefs had to punt, after not getting that field goal, it felt like it was about to turn into your typical Super Bowl, like, non-game. Non yeah, th this would have felt... Into, it turned into one of the more fun games that I've watched all year. It was really those are those two teams are fun to watch play each other because most of the defenses don't do much. Uh, yeah, they didn't at all. Thanks a lot, Jonathan Gannon. You dipshit. Man who believes in dying somebody, by a thousand paper cards. Thank you, Arizona. By the way, I'm and I know I already sent you a clip, an audio clip of my reaction to to the the hire, but I just want to say go. thank you, Arizona. Michael Bidwell mm -hmm. for being so stupid. What did you see in that Super Bowl that let you believe that this is the man who should lead your franchise for the next however many years? What was it, Michael Bidwell? Was it the 35 points that they gave up? Hmm? Was it, oh, I don't know, the lack of any sort of blitz, any sorts of like, ah, decent, smart coverages? Yes. Beth, it's because he, he was a white guy on a team that went to the Super Bowl. Yep, this is the new Matt Patricia of the NFL is Gannon. Jonathan Gannon, you are Matt Patricia. You're just a big old loser who's going to get fired after three seasons, and someone's going to give you a shot to be the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. That's what's going to be your career arc. I hope you fail at every stop of the way, you asshole. Honestly, though, for, to get off topic, or not, I guess it's still, but to be on more of the, the, the off-season stuff, isn't it hilarious that Arizona decided to choose Mr. Gannon over? I don't know if they interviewed him or not, but you have Eric Bieniemy here with this great offense, this Patrick Mahomes thing, and your franchise is hinging on your star, young running or your quarterback developing into being a superstar. And you, you, you were like, "We're going to pass up Bieniemy. Let's get the guy who basically is the." modern version of Rob Marinelli. Are they tanking? Is this, a, is this tanking? Really Who are they going to tank for? The are they going to tank for Caleb Williams? Is this what this is all about? Yeah, this is like some 4D chess? They're there like, listen. Th they look at Caleb Williams and they're like, hey, you're just a much bigger version of Kyler. <laughs> you can see over the offensive line. Gonna do? We're going to roll out the worst defense you've ever seen in your entire life. And we're like, getting... And they're gonna start the season without him too, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, there's not a lot of talent on that Cardinals team. Like, there's just really not. They're tanking. Okay, so this makes sense actually. So good for Eric Bieniemy in a way. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. But who knows? Maybe he went in and was like, "I'm not interested." 
I, I don't even think he got an interview. Yeah, it's hard to tell. It seems like there's still a lot of noise about him not getting interviews at all. Yeah. Barely, okay. barely getting interviews. Uh, one of the quote-unquote hang-ups about him is that he hasn't called any plays, which I think is a load of shit. Because Nick Sirianni, he got hired. He never once called the actual offense for the Colts, right? So yeah, people are just... The whole... Yeah, it... Listen, if anything, if you compare the two, the, the two coaches as offensive coordinators, Eric Bieniemy has a way better track record than Nick Sirianni ever had. Now, and look, I get it. It worked out for the Eagles, Super Bowl in his second season. Who's to say that Eric Bieniemy can't do the same for another team? Sure. And yeah, and Andy Reid, great example. He wasn't even a coordinator when he got hired from, from Green Bay to Philadelphia. He'd never called plays in Green Bay. That shit was all Mike Holmgren. What does he do? Oh, he just leads two separate franchises to five uh, title games. Two, like each of the, He took each team to a Super Bowl. It was one, two. I don't know about you guys, but I think off, like, just ha- having play-calling duties is a little overrated when it comes to finding a coach. I, I'm, it, I'm a little sad for Eric Bieniemy, honestly, because I think he is going to be a good coach, like head coach someday. But we'll, we won't know until somebody finally gives him a chance, and I don't know if anybody wants to give him a chance. It seems like the best chance he's got is to wait Andy Reid out. Yeah, but who knows how long that's gonna that's gonna go for? I mean, oh, man, Andy is going off these Super Bowls. He might just retire. Early, I mean, Andy's kind of got it all figured. Like, if I'm Andy Reid, I don't know how much I care about continuously running this thing up. But I don't. I don't want to be too dark and morbid, but there's no way that man's heart's built to keep coaching for too long. If that's, that's true what he too. thinks he's gonna do. But, but some people surprise you, it, bro. He seems like a chill guy. He handles like the most stressful job in the world is the, is the chillest dude in the world. It's kind of incredible. And and think about it. his yeah, sons have been still stressed. Uh, and eats yeah. terribly. Just because you're not just because you're <laughs> yeah. not yelling yelling and screaming too much doesn't mean your heart's not just fucking. And he, yeah, he's... Listen, I I feel like I feel like Patrick just having Patrick Mahomes really heals his heart well. Uh, he's like, hey, I don't have to really worry too much. I got the best player on the planet over here. All That's I gotta do is just not fuck it up. All I gotta do is not... listen. I think I think he goes for. Th- I think he... there's no reason why he'd stop right now. I mean, I just meant soon. Not really. We got another one next year. At least wait out. At least wait out Patrick Mahomes at least four or five more years till his next All contract. Right. Or something. So he is 64 years old. Uh, Belichick's 70 and Pete Carroll's 71. And I don't think those two are quitting anytime soon. So, just needs to get to the point of Mahomes' career where he's kind of washed up but still decent and needs an overpay and has to come home and rob Jerry and give like mildly mild production. He doesn't have to like be full Mahomes. He just are are, are you pretty sure? Are you predicting a Mahomes to Dallas Cowboys in only a decade? Yeah, Cowboys aren't like, allowed to start so. quarterbacks who were drafted before the fourth round. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what Crypto or Cryo Jerry thinks about it at that point. Wait, what are you talking <laughs> about, Patrick? They started Brandon Whedon. Yes. First round draft pick. He was yeah. Whedon, he was forty two years old when he when he took the the field for the Dallas Cowboys. But he wasn't the season starter though. Brandon Whedon never once in his life understood what putting touch on a football meant. 
That is who, very who true. Who would have thought that playing baseball for four four years before you tried out football again would do that? And then throw the Tony the Tony Romo fade route trees. That shit was <laughs> that shit was comical. He would just miss everybody throwing darts. That man just only th- only threw fastballs. Only. Oh, this was getting so pissed. That was that was a great time in retrospect, not in the moment. Um, oh. but uh, yeah, back to the topics. Yeah, back back to the topic at hand. Um, yeah, those are those are some of my thoughts as to why the the Eagles like some of the plays and some of the the moments in the game that overall cost the team the Super Bowl. Uh, but also, and I I know I've already sprouted my or you know displayed my hate for Jonathan Gannon, but really I can't understate it enough how bad he was in the Super Bowl. There was just nothing that he did to help with any of what was going on. There's a there's a really famous uh, at least in Eagle fans circles of I guess the history of the Eagles right Super Bowl. There is a moment where the defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz goes up to Doug Peterson and he's like, hey, I'm going to be really aggressive here. I'm either going to win fast or I'm going to lose fast. Essentially just telling the guy, hey, I'm going to call something that either is going to work beautifully and get us the ball back or it's going to be so bad that the Patriots score almost immediately and you're not going to and you're going to have plenty of time to respond. Right. Jonathan Gannon didn't do that. At any point, he'd never called anything that you're like, okay, he's sending the house or he's running some spies on the field on Patrick Mahomes. He's going with us with like a three man rush, sending everybody else into coverage. And he's either going to dare Mahomes to try to beat it or he's going to try to dare Mahomes to run at the spy. No, he didn't do any of that. Dog, I'm, I'm sick to my stomach thinking about how this guy was allowed to be a defensive coordinator. And I'm even more sick that they wanted to bring him back. And you wanted to bring it's him similar, back. It's a similar Disgusting. thing to why Eric Bieniemy can't get hired because it's just kind of a club where you make a relationship and then you keep that person around. Although my experience with all that might be skewed by just watching Jerry Jones for 30 years, but it just seems like that's how the NFL works. Is like It's just kind of like once, once, you're, once you're minted, you're minted. Yeah. You're right. I do. I do want to say this one thing though, and to circle back though to uh, the Jalen Hurts conversation that we we kind of went on, but didn't really go further in depth. That dude, man. I people won't know this because the episode, the, the original episodes of that we had for Past Rock are archived. Uh, but I went into the season not a believer in Jalen Hurts, and I came out of this. I'm going to I'm going to defend this guy forever now after that Super Bowl. That really was a special performance. I need a ranking from you right now. This is the ranking I need you to give me. Okay. How much like where is he at? And then how low is Donovan McNabb on the all-time QB ranking for the Eagles? Oh my god. Okay, well here's the thing. Uh, I'm going to answer your question, but I just I want to give you a little something to start it off with. They both lost a Super Bowl. All right? But they both took teams to the Super Bowl. And I'm not a little of what McNabb probably should have been in what I in in Hurts this year. Like there was a point in time where McNabb did not want to use coach's ass. Listen, McNabb did not want to run after a certain point. It's like really well documented in Eagle Circles that there was a point in time where McNabb just wanted to be a true pocket passer. 
uh, even despite the fact that he had the physical ability to run the ball, right? But he he didn't want to just get absolutely fucking demolished every every, every play, play. <laughs> right? And the, the rules protecting quarterbacks weren't so weren't so kind back in his era, uh, especially if you were a runner. Hell, even look at look at Cam Newton, right? I mean, he didn't get any protection. But anyway, right now, as of today, McNabb is still my number one. However, that's only because he played a little bit longer. If Jalen Hurts continues this level of production for, say, the next three, three to four years, right? And he, he has a similar playoff record to McNabb, similar accomplishments. I'm going to put Hurts above McNabb. And that's crazy for me to say because I didn't think this when he got drafted. I didn't think this last year. I didn't think this the year the season, like when this season started this year. I just didn't. Man, I believe in Jalen Hurts now. He he made me a believer. Um, I, I yeah. He he yeah, is. He's fun to watch as a yeah. non non fan or whatever. He's a he's a fun guy to watch play. Who's made the most of his physical limitations? He's not he, better than I'm going to puke on the field, McNabb. He hasn't. Not he's not yet. Not yet, McNabb. You got to win a Super Bowl or go to five NFC Championship games. So yeah, That's yeah. It's pretty high bar. Hey, listen. If Hertz can dominate the NFC East the way McNabb did early in his career, then yeah, I'm putting him above McNabb. Last thing I'm going to say about the just the whole Eagles season in general, leading to next season. The the team in next year is not going to be as good. It's going to regress. It it's going to look way different, at least on the defense. So, uh, like yeah, that. the 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 Eagles definitely an opportunity to capitalize on a super special season. But hey, that that happens to pretty much anybody who loses the Super Bowl, right? Unless you're the fucking I don't know Chiefs, in which case you can rebound. And so I don't know when the Eagles will be back, but I hope I hope they will be back soon. They're they're bringing a lot of they're bringing that entire offense back for the most part. I hope Quez Watkins isn't one of them, but uh, yeah, all the starters should be back. The defense is going to be wild. They have eight out of twelve, yeah, eight out of their eleven players that played in the at least fifteen snaps are uh, free agents. So we'll see. Did we'll see the Eagles? Did the Eagles? Uh. Was their starting twenty-two the same week yeah. one as it was in the Super Bowl? Yes, it was. It, I thought I heard that. that. Yeah, that's unheard of. It, it's, yeah, they're they're not going to be as lucky with injuries next season. It's just it's, it's just impossible. not normal. To be, yeah, it's almost impossible. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird season. It's, oh, or oh, it won't be as an as an exciting of a season, but it, hopefully it still ends pretty well. I don't know. Well, well you're going to win the division, so you're you're good there. Hey now, hey now! Don't Dakota Prescott's the man of the year. Yeah, yeah, he just doesn't show up in the big spotlight like you want him to. Hey, that's who knows. His receivers don't play receiver. He doesn't get to play in the spotlight ever. Cowboys are never in prime time. Never. No one talks about him on ESPN all the time. And and you know what? Next week, when we look at some of the uh, when I talk about some of the hires, I'm gonna rip into the Brian Schottemeyer hire because that's a that is a just terrible hire, in my opinion. All right, as long as you give us credit for Sharif Floyd. Sure, yeah. I'll give you credit right now. Uh, <laughs> I want to give the Dallas Cowboys credit for Sharif Floyd. You heard it here, folks. So I don't know. I don't know if y'all had anything else too crazy about the Super Bowl. I wanted to ask y'all a couple things that I wrote down about just the presentation as a whole. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I, I was. I, I had a uh, what was worse category game I wanted to play too. Okay. All right. Let, let me bring up the couple things I have. 
and then we'll do your game because that sounds more fun. Let's do um, it. So first, this was a nothing y'all would have experienced. So I was watching the game the way that I watch the game, which is through some kind of stream that someone else is broadcasting. And um, in the middle of Chris Stapleton's national anthem, the person broadcasting the stream thought it would be funny to overlay just playing the Soviet national anthem. <laughs> and I was very, I was very confused for a minute. There's a brief second where I thought, "Oh shit, this is it!" Uh, like they they took over, uh, and I I just thought that was funny. Uh, watching all the players crying and singing along, but with the wrong song playing, it was very very funny. Johnny um, just balling. Yes, hilarious. exactly. Yeah. Um, then we had then we had the weird Pat Tillman moment, which. If I'm being honest, I stepped outside to smoke a cigarette right as, I, right as I heard his name. So I don't know exactly what they did with that, but I can't imagine they did a good job with it. Basically, no, just advertising a scholarship for people to join the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they definitely didn't yeah, talk yeah. about, like, yeah, how uh, how Pat Tillman's time in the military ended. We do great things for people who join the military, unless you wanted to talk. <laughs> I yeah. thought the, uh, I guess it was like, where whereas... In LA, they had The Rock. This time, they had Bradley Cooper doing the weird narration. I felt like that kind of fell flat, right? Oh, I think I missed As that. The players one. are running onto the field, like, like you remember we had The Rock on the field with a mic, like amping everyone up as the players run out. You're right. Yeah. And then, yeah. But this year, it was just like a Bradley Cooper like voiceover from the recording booth, and it wasn't yeah, very exciting. Yeah. I, it's like no of, offense, but like. We get it. You're you're an Eagles fan. You made a movie about it. Well, I have no problem with him. He really did whoever, just make a whoever movie. Wrote, whoever wrote that or directed it or whatever should have made that exciting and not what it was. Yeah, get somebody. To... That's not, yeah, that's not that's his job. Be... He's just that... he's reading the lines as he's being told to read them. Every team I, I... should have a former player that does copious amounts of cocaine and ready available for this moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh Finish yeah, I was a, the fight. I was. I was just about to say this. I wish that they had just gotten Michael Irvin to do it because the man just knows how to hype a crowd up. I'm telling you, let's be honest. If that man makes it long enough to see the Cowboys go to a Super Bowl, it's it, he's probably getting arrested again. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm he, sure he the entire city regret. of Dallas will bail him out. I get myself sued. <laughs> Allegedly. Gotcha. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. All right, let, let's what see. else? Uh, halftime show. I don't think there's much to talk about there. It was fine. It was. I thought. I thought it was a nice. I thought it was a nice change of pace from. They're usually just so much. It just like, made me. The dancing feel was cool. The platforms were cool, and the songs are fine. She didn't have to do much. I was okay with it. I That's thought like, it was a nice change of pace. I thought it was the perfect set list for her personally. Dude, it was so good. They killed this. I was like, honestly, the whole time I'm just like, man, Rihanna really is like one of the most important artists that ever existed in my lifetime. And she just, just like, pieced out for like the last decade, basically. Dude, I, I mean, that's sometimes the best way to do it if you don't have fresh content to make. Hey, let's yeah, talk about this real quick. ASAP Rocky really does be working ASAP, man. <laughs> Put yeah, in a dude, second that... one. All oh, right, he's locking Rick, that down. Uh, She's like, we're doing the big family thing. We're, we're recreating ASAP Mob. <laughs> oh, my God. The Rihanna ASAP Mob is just the kids that they, that they pump out. Oh. Um, so I, I thought that I was can't... fun. No, I did enjoy it, though. It was a great set list, and I appreciated her going uh, 
I was appreciating that she didn't bring in a special guest, even though people kept trying to. I was say wondering. Was the special was guest was her moment. baby. Yeah, yeah, because she—that's the deal. Is she hinted at a special guest, and she was talking about her baby, and now it makes sense. Um, I also appreciating uh, appreciate her giving us some subliminal Kanye in this time where he's essentially canceled by most oh, people. Look, I mean that song is, I think, the ultimate. Hey, like too. it, it is. It I can't believe it doesn't get as much arena play as it deserves. Like I she love Seven Nation Army. Time. I think it's a great song, but All of the Lights is. She did both though. She did run this town too. Yeah, that's a fine one. I I think all the lights musically is lyrics of both Jay Z and Kanye, but I knew that they weren't gonna play those, even if they yeah. weren't in a bad way. Uh, was she actually was she actually wearing a Adidas Kanye jacket? Was that true? I saw some, no. I saw that, but I didn't do any kind of confirmation. And no, it wasn't. It, it was from I, a different I brand. I just I, okay. I just read a story where it was from a different brand because that that brand has like a eight hundred percent like. Shot up in in search. Yeah, no, I'm worried about terrible some shit like that. That's like when when Bernie wore those gloves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shut no, down those people's websites. They weren't about to. They were definitely not about to let her play those games. And honestly, I think at this point, with even if they're still friends or whatever, I think that you're just like. Well, I mean, you know, it's. I mean, yeah, I guess as long as I, I feel like as long as they don't highlight, like you know, they highlighted her. Yeah, yeah, thing like that was a clear plug. If she's just wearing something that's got a subtle logo, I think it'd be okay. But maybe I don't know. Someone, someone be mad, but they'd be mad no matter what. So what are you gonna do? True. Well, there's a lot uh, of people that watch football all the time. They're like, "Who the hell is this Rihanna girl?" I don't know if because of the way I was watching the game, I wasn't getting all the commercials properly. Because I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember seeing it. I mean, I definitely remember seeing commercials, but none of them stood out to me as something that were worth talking about. Which oh, no, no. All. The, the Jesus commercial was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a dupe, bro. We, were, we did not expect that. Which one? Like, there were oh, some wow. Jesus commercials that were very stealthy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, from that like weird Christian <laughs> national group. Yeah. You're just like, what's going on here? Oh, oh, this is, oh, oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, I was like, all right, so you're okay. So one side, one side's like, all right, they 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 hate they hate minorities. Okay, the other one, yeah, they want civil rights. Cool. Okay, Jesus, this is all about Jesus. I did not see this coming. Did not. I liked. Uh, I was disappointed that they weren't taking advantage of the opportunity to say Jesus. He he's us. He is he is us. He, Jesus. <laughs> oh God. You, you need to work for these these so, Christian advertisements. No, you, no, I don't. You kind of did a perfect job here because you set me up perfectly on what I was going to say. So it was a be- what was the worst of the Super Bowl? I have three options for you guys. All right, let's hear it. Is this the game? Yeah, this uh, is the yeah, game. This is the game. Because you set it up really perfectly with that last one. We had introduced every topic except for the commercials, and you just did. So... What is the worst thing? I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think if I have anything close to game show music, but I don't think I have anything right immediately available. Post pod, post pod, baby. Yeah. Was it slipping on the fields, the field conditions, the ending, or the fact that every Super Bowl commercial was just, "Hey, look, here's a celebrity." Because I think the third is my answer. Uh, this, this was like, I, I don't know if I'm ever watching Super Bowl commercials again after after this. That was the most annoying. Like, I very rarely laughed. I very rarely thought any of them were interesting. And almost every single one of them was just, look, celebrity. 
I mean, you're not wrong in the sense that the quality of the commercials absolutely were sucked and they heavily relied on like, oh, look at the celebrity from the 80s or the 90s or most recently. Uh, but uh, I'm super biased here and I'm going to go with the ending. Fair. Yeah, I figured that would probably be your, your answer. Patrick, it's, uh, it's up to you now. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, the field is annoying because that's like a total full game issue. Makes you yeah, really like so I think I think and they that, took two years to grow that grass. Well, $800,000 investment. They were warned by the Chiefs after week one. Well, that no, that grass was a they apparently that's that grass was a, but, used just for the Super Bowl. It wasn't for the Cardinal season. That's not the same one that the Chiefs played on their week one. No, no, uh, no. It, it's not the same exact field. So they switched okay. out the the Cardinals grass, and then they put in this one specifically yeah, for, that, for Super Bowl Fifty Seven, which is really weird that you dedicate an entire like two years to grow something no, for something that's two years out. To collectors, they sell patches to collectors. Well, apparently they're they donating ship, it. They got to ship that one to it, Africa because it didn't win. <laughs> damn it! Uh, so actually, what I what I ended up reading, I bet that step probably doesn't even get all the way to Africa. It's probably more like Latin America, Cuba, probably. Uh, they're apparently donating that grass to a local high school. Which wow! Hey, look at the shitty field that these pros play on. Now you get to play on it too. I mean, it's probably still better than anything that they've played on before for most kids. Is it all, all that slippage? I don't know. I don't know about Dude. that one, Chief. I don't know. Have you ever? I I don't know if you've been on one of those fields when it's I hot, have. like the turf that we play at wheel all around. That turf when it's hot is just so miserable. Yeah, I I have been on the on on some pretty shitty turfs back in the day, as the as the water boy from my high school. <laughs> nice. I did it. I did it with the marching band. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, that's... wasn't anywhere near a fucking football field. In no fucking way. Yeah. I think, like yeah. I said, the last thing I want to leave it with was, as a neutral fan, I I really enjoyed watching that game. I thought it, I thought it was fun. I, I'm glad I'll, that I'll... it was. I'm glad that it was competitive down to you know that last two minutes or whatever. Yeah, yeah I'll say this: that's the that's last more than we get normally. The last what of the last six Super Bowls that have happened? I'll argue that the Eagles are responsible for the two most entertaining of those six. <laughs> Look! Yeah, look back at those games and tell me wrong. Goals. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell, tell me I'm wrong. If, if look at those qual- the quality of those games. No, I remember correctly. I don't because uh, Eagles Patriots put up 74 total points, and then this one yeah. put up 70. For some reason, I remember whenever I was watching the Eagles Patriots game, I never felt like the Patriots were going to win that game. It got close for a second, man. It, it, like it, the it. score was close, but I, for some reason, remember. I remember when I was watching it. I had it just felt like it was just especially obviously after the Philly special or whatever they call it. But listen, uh, man, I was so this one. This one I was watching like I, this literally could go any any which way for almost the entire game, and that's the mark of a a really high quality game right there. I think fun if times. I- uh, debatably fun, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, that covers yeah, everything, sorry, boys. Bud. This is Pass the Rock. This ends our Super Bowl coverage on Pass the Rock. Uh, thanks. Bye.